I knew Chewy on Tuesday nights at 9.35. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> Stop acting like you ain't used to call me. Hey, uh, Chewy, uh, I'm coming down from Chapel Hill today. What's up? It's like four of my teammates with me. We yeah, good? Yeah, so. <laughs> Episode seven, we are back. We back, baby. Yes, sir. And yes, this time we got a special guest in the building. Special, special, special. I am Chewy Five is in the building with us today. A Charlotte legend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to have you on. Yes, sir. Glad to be here, man. Thanks for coming, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, man. Yes, sir. What you guys are doing, like enhancing the black male mindset yeah. and showing something different, not just all ignorance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm definitely all for it. Yeah, so facts. facts. Over facts. something though, Over I, will some say, I will say this too. The first time the band got back together, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a little been bit. Traveling. You traveled, I traveled, you know, and we back. Yeah, now we, we had back. some substitutions. You we know? had substitutions. <laughs> they did a great job, man. I love it. Yeah. Shout out to Vip. Shout out to Jazz for the, yeah. for the uh, filling in for the guys. Yeah. We really appreciate y'all did a great job. Thank Definitely. you. Thank you. Definitely. So let's get into it, fellas. What we drinking on today? What we drinking on today? Oh, man. Oh, man. We switching it up today. Last week we had uh, white wine, Pinot Grigio. Uh, today we got Opaque. Yeah. Uh, it's a Zinfandel, Apostle uh, Robles. I think this is a 2018. Um, Zinfandel, really great, fruity, uh, juicy. Um, also a little bit of spices and different oak notes and things like that. Um, it's a good introductory wine, right? Yeah. So yeah. for for people, and I love red wine. I but, say, like, yeah, yeah. I only drink red wine. wine. Like yeah. I cut, I cut uh, hard liquor out of my diet. Facts. Yeah, Facts. Uh, not only just for physical, but okay. mental health. Yeah. Mental health, like I. I became a big mental health advocate because of mm-hmm. the things that I've been through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Being in the streets, being on radio, yeah. mm-hmm. being introduced into the entertainment industry is very easy to get lost. Sure. And, right. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get consumed, consumed it. with it. You know, you look at people like YK Osiris. Yeah. You know what bro, I mean? I saw like, that. That's tough. That, that it's day, very actually. alarming because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, he hit a level of success yeah. and mm-hmm. he got consumed thinking that. Yeah, all these people are your friends. Exactly. It's like, yo, man, you always need to take care of home yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that just morning. Like he hit a breaking point almost. Prayers, prayers yeah, up, prayers up him yeah, too. yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's so young. Yeah, he's you young. know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't know. Like, yeah, like nineteen twenty. Right? No, no, no. He's like twenty four. Twenty four. Oh, right. I took I took him on like a high school tour. Oh, like, wow. I, so I've been around him, and yeah. Yeah. like oh, yeah. even when we did the show out in L.A., he was there, yeah. and we got to talk and. You know what I mean? But it's so hard when yeah. that entertainment lifestyle yeah. sucks you in and you're a bona fide star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dope. All right, yeah. fellas, what we got? Smell test? We're going to do a smell yeah, test, man. Smell test, man. Yeah. We always start with a smell always, test. Always. That's cool. I mean, look, he, what you got? Look, <laughs> look, he opened up his mind. Yeah, that's yeah, how you do it. That's what you got to do. You got to open up your mind. You got to, man. What you smell it, Joey? Let me see. Talk to us. Hmm. Smells good. 
Yeah, yeah, I smell cherry. You smell cherry? I like it. Yeah, Jamie too. Real Jamie. Right, so I got it pulled up here actually, so we can actually see what it is. So, like we said, black cherries, mm-hmm. vanilla. It's rated four point oh the vino. All right. Make sure y'all get so, that vino out. Make sure vino out. out. And so four point cherries is from um, it's it's one of the top three percent wines in the world. So that's good. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this bottle is how much? Let me ask you, how much do you think this bottle is worth? I say about thirty five dollars. Okay, he was right on. He was right on. Yeah, 35, right 40, on. 35, 40 dollars is the range I'm seeing. But That's we, crazy. We, but we got it for a good deal from Costco. Yeah, Costco. Co- listen, Costco will come with it now. Man, man listen, you yeah. want to tell you something funny? I worked at Costco for close to nine years. Really? Oh, word, word. Really? I used to put shopping carts, and then I went up into stocking. Then I was like. Cashier because they get paid the most. Yeah. Wow. Oh, word. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know. Oh, so cashier, cashier. I worked at Costco too, but I was selling direct TV. <laughs> 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 it was the guy. Uh, hey, hey, what kind of TV? Yeah. What, what kind of TV you watch? Aggravated. <laughs> I didn't want to come. I didn't want to come your way. Bro, uh, it's worth just being on the corner asking for a dollar, bro. Like when people walk past. You know, I'm trying to like say anything to get their attention. Yeah. And you know we're doing people with black shirts on today. <laughs> they be like, you got a black shirt. <laughs> but but you know what's so cool is that you understood how to network, you understood how to yeah. talk to people mm-hmm. in a room where it may be cold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. those life skills that you picked up on very big is gonna enhance you yeah, so much further. Sure. So Man, very big. You, you, very you hit big. one right there. Definitely. It's, it's, it's a skill. You know what I mean? You sell it's cold sales. Yeah. And there's people who are already expecting you to be there. They don't want to hear But if you get their attention, if you can catch them in that moment, yeah. Yeah. That's the best feeling mm-hmm. in the world, yeah. like because it's like even if you don't get it, you're gonna keep seeing people, mm-hmm. like especially if you're working at a Costco, like they're gonna come back. Yeah, like I found out like while I was working there, the average member makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's great. For real? Yeah, at Costco. In Costco. <laughs> Costco, y'all hire. <laughs> no, no, the member. The member. Well, well, member. You got. You got to. You got to remember though, it's a lot of businesses that oh, shop yeah, there, true, that's true, that's true. so they count true. that as a part of the membership. That makes sense. And uh, a I lot of the Kirkland product, that's their actual product. Yeah. Yeah. So what they do is they find the middleman mm-hmm. who makes the product for like Starbucks beans, yeah. mm-hmm. and they'll go over there and be like, "Hey, we want the same thing, and we want it in our name," mm-hmm. and they wrap it up like. Their Kirkland chicken wow. is actually Purdue chicken. Mm. Their beans is actually Starbucks beans. Their right. toilet so paper right. is actually like Charmin or something. And that's through Kirkland. And, and the they just, yeah, they because you're just paying it. for the name. Slap the yeah, name on it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Facts. Hey, Costco 101. Yeah. <laughs> Costco, Costco, just know you're getting a real deal. Yeah. Costco, where they keep the cost low. Actually, there <laughs> goes a little another fun fact about Costco. <laughs> According to MSNBC, they are the top 10 job to have. Wow. Because they're never going to go nowhere. They make their money off memberships. That's what I was going to... I didn't know if they were a profitable business, though. They They, they always make money because they're getting paid even if you're not shopping. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, fellas. Hey, cheers up. Cheers up, man. Coming. Much love. Yes, sir. I ain't got a lot of time to cheat it because uh, I took a sip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did peep that. I did peep that. <laughs>
We're gonna let that slide. Yeah, man. Hey man, what, what, what are we talking about today, man? man we got a lot on the agenda. A lot. A lot. Can we go back? Yeah. We know who Chewy is. That's why oh, I, yeah. I grew up listening to Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew his voice like at a young age. 935. Wow, man. Mm -hmm. So it Thursday nights or Tuesday? Thursday nights. Thursday nights. So, so for all y'all who don't know, Chewy, go ahead and tell me who you are, man. Uh, if they don't know. Because you the man behind the, you behind the, you the voice. You I, feel, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like that is like a loaded question because know, it's like, I know, I know. At, at what point? Because I have so many different phases and yeah. so many different evolutional growths yeah. in my life. Are you going to talk about Chewy, the, the young kid that started up a marketing company, passing out flyers? Are you going to talk about Chewy, the, the, party person or you got to talk about Chewy the person that when they were having the Charlotte riots when Keith Lamont Scott died the first person to hug the National Guard and made that a trend are you going to talk about the Chewy that is uh, the father side the son side uh, and, and I'm still learning how to do it in a healthier manner because like I said when when your life is moving at a thousand miles per hour, it's kind of hard to focus on yourself yeah. and, and really grow mm -hmm. into the person you want to become. Yeah. In the back of our minds, we all have this opinion of this is what I want to be like, but mm -hmm. the steps that it takes and sometimes the cards you're dealt are not really conducive to helping you get to where you want to get to. So. I'm still figuring out myself, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I just learned, like, the true definition of self-love and yeah. being happy with inside yourself, and I'm still going through the process. Yeah. Like, a lot of other people had parents, and they're, like, like both parents, and, you know what I mean? My mother tried and gave her all to making sure that I had something yeah. and had some type of support, but, you know, as you become an adult, especially being a man, a colored man, black or brown, you know, we really need, like, our fathers in our life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Yeah, so, like, not having that void, but having some substitutes along the way, whether it's uncles or stepfathers or whatever the case may be, is it's still a rigorous process on understanding yourself and knowing how to respond to certain situations and how to not let your emotions dictate the outcome of what you want things to be, so... I'm still a work in progress, so there's so much different we could talk about when it comes down to the Chewy, how it all happened, and the YouTube success, and the radio success, and... Well, let's, well, let's tackle one. Let's talk to us about the radio success. We'll start there. Okay. And we'll just jump there. Yeah. We'll jump around, but like... So, so before that, yeah. I, from me being a Charlotte native, yeah. and kind of growing up in the popular high schools in the football world, kind of people knew who I was, and... Mm -hmm. My friends who play ball, like, I knew Chewy on Tuesday nights at 9.35. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> Stop acting like you ain't used to call me. Hey, uh, Chewy, y'all, I'm coming down from Chapel Hill today. What's up? It's like four of my teammates with me. We yeah, good? Yeah, so, so my next question would be, would you say that kind of, like, sparked your career and sparked your success to kind of, like, lead to all these different 100%. I, I had a plan in the back of my mind the whole time. A lot of times I was just doing nine three five for free because I was I was investing. To me, it was like when you want to go be a president of a Fortune five hundred company, you got to be the 
the intern first. You got to yeah. run and get the donuts. Yeah. So that's the way I looked at it as I, w- I didn't care about the money. Yeah. I cared about establishing a network and establishing a brand. Right. So I had a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So to me, 935 was intern. So, so real quick, for those who don't know what 935 is. Just give, give a One of the most predominant nightclubs in Charlotte nightlife history, courtesy of Adolph Shiver and uh, Orlando Farrar and Nick Pettiford and yeah. Robbie Goodett. You know, them, them four gentlemen enhanced the Charlotte nightlife to yeah. where now it's like, oh, yeah, Charlotte is fun going out. Yeah. You know, what I mean, this is at the time when like Future was first coming out with like magic and. Um, Rich Homie Kwan, like yeah. all these guys that have been around, that those are how I made relationships yeah. because I was actually promoting a party. I was in school, but I had owned my own LLC. Mm-hmm. Like I, my job was to pass out flyers, and I was so good at it. Like in my house, I would have everything written down day by day, mm-hmm. and I learned it from uh, Street Exec. Okay. So uh, if y'all not familiar with Strudizex, everybody think they're a record label, they're a management company. Mm-hmm. And what Strudizex does is, say for instance, they'll sign a deal with like two chains and they'll be like, hey, we can enhance your show bookings and whatnot mm-hmm. and get the networks with the DJs. Mm-hmm. And what they do is on Monday, they'll, these are all the nightclubs open. On Tuesday, these are all the nightclubs. Wednesday, every day, and they'll send the street team out to each nightclub and pass out flyers and shake hands with the DJ and say, hey, this is the song we pushing. And I kind of took, I took that same concept and was like, I had a couple of homeboys that just sat in the house all day and we was like, hey man, I'm gonna go to like five different businesses, tell them I'm gonna pass out their flyers. I'm gonna give us all gas money. And at the time, that's all the thing we really wanted was gas money. And buy yeah, yeah, gas money, cookout, and a blue motorcycle on Long Island. We were good. Yeah, that was back when we was like 22, 23. I need one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Last time we went to Del Frisco. Oh man, no, no, not last time. The first time we went to Del Frisco, we do nice restaurant. We sit down. That must have been the Chapel Hill in y'all. No, man. that was in Charles. Uh, that's the breed, bro, with him. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was reliving the old days, you yeah. know. Hey, oh, man. That, that was the go to with Chapel Hill. That was the go to. We still getting germ of the speed. Yeah. Still, I always get that. blue more was like, well, that's funny. Never change up, man. Stay humble. Always stay humble. About while you were growing up, you mentioned your friends and whatnot. How important was your circle of people that's around you. They were were everything, man, because you got to understand from my point of view that a lot of people didn't know, I was recovering from a car wreck. I almost died in a car wreck in front of Onyx. I was rear-ended from a car speeding and crashing in front of me. I had orthoscopic shoulder surgery, a metal plate in my thumb inserted in this hand, and I was having back problems with concussions. And I was still trying to figure out, all right, now I'm at the point where I had a certain amount of clientele. I have uh, record label reps, like because it's Charlotte, they don't look at it like a New York. And this at the time when the re- we're bouncing back somewhat from the recession. So what they did was find people 
in those markets and be like, we're going to give you $500 for the future campaign for this month. Make do of it, but send us photos of the flyers. So, you know what I mean? My friends, I couldn't drive. I had a a sling in this arm and I had a cast in this arm. And my friends, Coop, Brandon, like Cam, those guys really, Monte, Jason, like they would pick me up from the house, load up the boxes in their trunk, and we would just stand outside the nightclub, rain, snow, shine, and flood every car with flyers to the point where CMPD would be like, all right, y'all, are y'all breaking in the cars? Yeah. And we're like, no, nah, like we're, 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 we just want to put out flyers and wait for the release. And we had it down packed to when we left the house to how long it took us to do a whole parking lot on Wednesdays at Republic and then catch the let out of the club and be like, hey, here goes an event or hey, new album coming out or hey. And we found pride in that. We found like, Yo, we found an identity in that. Like, yo, this is what we like. Mm, that's what's up. I'm always trying to figure out who been put, who's putting these flyers. Cause you never seen them. You never seen them. You never seen Quick, when you get in your car, that flyer is in a yeah. position. Yeah. And then, I think y'all. I, I was perfect at the position. <laughs> like, I was very, very. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all my friends would be like, "Yo, just put it on it." I'm like, "No, it has to be at a point where they have to see it." Yeah. So and, it's. And Get out yeah, they yeah. Get out so yeah. like, I hit the windshield, and don't let it be a rainy day, because then the flyer will stick on the window, and I'm like, yes, I got you, I got you. No matter how fast you're driving, that flyer is not coming off. So yeah, so like we found a lot of pride, and just like you guys now, we had a lot of chemistry because you know what I mean. We were. We wanted to be outside. We didn't want to be in a club. We weren't heavy drinkers at that time. So we were just like, yo, we just going to do something that could further advance us. And, you know, they all believed in me and, you know, they supported me. And I'm forever indebted into them. Like, you know, we could go three, four months without talking to each other. And, yeah, it's just going to be like, yo, it's forever love. You know, so Mm -hmm. shout out to them because without them. There wouldn't be no me. I used to take my mom a car and load it up. And like during the day, I would go to every nail salon, every barbershop in one day. Wow. I would start off on Margaret Wallace, go down WT, come back around, go to Southside, Sharon Lakes, Blades, shout out to Warren. And I, I would just make my way around the city and just promote, promote, yeah. promote. So, so now y'all see the grind that went behind, you know what I'm saying? Sure. My boy, man, where he is today, it's not just all glamorous what you see now, but mm-hmm. really put that that time and that effort in to like get to where he is today. We can talk about football all day, but it's kind of the same thing, bro. Like I said, we stepped on campus first day together. Me, six days at the hospital, so yeah. I was a newbie. I didn't know what was going on, but we had those days where we grinded, mm-hmm. rain, snow, mm-hmm. everything. You know what I'm saying? Even my boy, Jerm, like. Getting us prepared to, to be out there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But but that's the luxury yeah. and the benefit yeah. of hard work. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are scared to get their hands dirty or they I think they're too good that. for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got to treat the janitor the same way you treat the CEO. Yes. Wow, man. Because you never know. The janitor may be the CEO yeah. And, yeah. And, and knows more than the CEO. They yeah. just don't have the opportunity yeah. or, or the level of certification yeah. to be... 
at that point. So, you know what I mean? Hard work is going to always prevail. That's something that Adolf always taught me. Like, as long as you work hard, it's going to always, it may not work out when you want, but trust and believe down the road. And I still have the great relationships just from passing out flyers. Whether I was breaking up fights or, shoot, sometimes I was in them. So I like what you said earlier, too, where you were like, you know, I use that same technique and, you know, the same technique basically get ahead. So talk about what kind of came after after 935, right? Like, how, like what, was what, what was that next? Well, thing? at that time, I was working at Costco. Yeah. I was in school at Johnston Wales, studied sports entertainment event management. Yeah. Ideally, I was scheduled to go to Florida State because at the time I wanted to be a sports agent. I had a younger cousin that was playing basketball. So I was going to be his protector yeah. during his college career, making sure that, all right, bro, yeah, we know I'm in the gym with you passing the ball, and I'm making sure, hey, you're on time, or the girls are not, you're not. You understand what your vision is. Exactly, because I see so much potential in you. And then what wound up happening was I had a kid, and I couldn't go no more. Cause I was about, I'm about a year and a half, two years older than him. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of him finishing up high school and me in college, I had a child. Okay. So that I couldn't leave to go nah, to Florida yeah, State. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to be a dad because I never, I never really had my father in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, I'm going to be here. So if I'm going to be here, I got to change a career. And that's when I found out Johnston Wells. Number one, they didn't care about SAT scores. Shout out to them. You know what I mean? But, I, but when I was in like my final years of high school, I found out I had ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to control it. Like They'll put a problem up on the board and I'll see them do it one time and I, I got it down packed. Yeah, yeah. But I'll get bored. Yeah. Like, and I'll, that's when I'll start like, so what's up, man? You saw the game? <laughs> like you ever seen that guy that yeah, just yeah. watched around, it yeah. and then jokes around all day yeah. because they already yeah. got the first part. Right. But because of my ADHD, I stopped paying attention to the second part and the yeah. third part. How to get an uh, yeah, how to get the real answer when it comes down to test time. I just knew the beginning. Mm-hmm. But that's because my mind I was yeah. bored. It, it wasn't fast enough. Right. It wasn't entertaining enough for me. Yeah. So um when, like I said, when my child came, I had to find a different career change, and I really, really adored events. Mm-hmm. Like when I was younger, I lived in Newark, and I was at the Boys and Girls Club, and I became a spokesperson for the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. At the time, the NBA was doing an initiative. They now call it NBA Cares. Mm-hmm. It was NBA Read to Achieve, mm-hmm. and I was the face of it during the whole Jason Kidd era. Okay. So I was like... I was like the little, yeah, yeah I, right there. I, I was right there. I was the face of it. I could show you the photos. Yeah, like yeah. I was the little ghetto kid that they found that had common sense and looked somewhat <laughs> together. And next, thing you know, yeah, I'm doing press conferences with David Stern to the point where he knew me by first name. Yeah. I'm doing press conferences with the HBCU legend, Willis Reed. I'm doing press conferences with Bill Walton, um, oh, Wally Zerviak's parents. Like, I'm doing commercials with Troy Aikman and United Way. You could Google all this. So immediately, like, your network was boom. My mind was already, at a young age, my mom was like, okay. Yeah. I would go to basketball games because the Nets at the time, this was, like, 
prior to Jason Kidd or Stephon Marbury there, oh, yeah. they would just give away tickets to the Boys and Girls Club because nobody was going to the game. So I would go to I would go to the games and try to find out how is the building working versus the game. I didn't care about the game. How can I get from these level 200, how can I get down here? So once I figured out, okay, the security structure, all right, boom, let me see. Okay, all I gotta do is flash a ticket or I could just say, hey, my mom is down there. So I'll be sitting on the floor while everybody else up there. And then I'll, I'll know like, all right, we gotta leave around middle of fourth quarter and I'll go find them and I'll be like, okay, I'm ready. But by that time, um, one of New Jersey Nets reps who became working for um, the NBA and then Izod, Claudia Arbelez, she saw me and she was like, I don't know what it is about you, but I want want to work with you. Mm -hmm. And little did I know she was the New Jersey Nets uh, PR, head of PR and community community relations. So I fit I I fit the mold because I was just like I was just intrigued. So I say that to say like later on in life when I figured out the Florida State move wasn't gonna happen, I found a school that had uh event management, which was Johnson and Wales. And I was still be in Charlotte, so my mom was close to me. I had a cousin that I met on Facebook at the time. And I, a lot of my family relatives, they're either 10 years older than me or 10 years younger. So I'm like the only one. Yeah, like, yeah I'm the only child, but I'm the middle one. I'm the middle one. So I found a cousin that hit me up online and was like, yo, I'm your cousin. And he winds up moving to Charlotte and we staying in Sharon Lakes in the hood, Section 8 around us, but my mom had owned the property. So I was like, oh, we good. You know what I mean? How much is rent? 900? Got a little job, TJ Maxx. <laughs> Working at Carowinds and I'm going to school, but we didn't have a car. But so this is when the light rail first happened. So we used to walk up Sharon Road West. That hill, if you're on the south side, brutal. Especially when it's raining too. Oh man. So um Yeah. So then I learned about parties because I was like 20. And I would be like, yo, we can't go into clubs now. So We'll just have house parties to the point where it'd be like 300 people. No, the police was cool. They were cool. It it wasn't even the police. It was the sheriff officer just because it was Section 8. We had some gangsters out there. But the gangsters was cool with me. They were just like, man, go ahead, man. You're having fun. Go ahead. As long as you gave them some liquor or something, you're good. Twins, man, they were cool. You know what I mean? Were you on the mic? No, there was no microphone. It was a regular house mic. I was upstairs. Yeah. So, I was upstairs. Yeah. Everybody was partying downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. I was upstairs. Yeah. You know, so, Respect. you know, um, just doing all of that, that's when I realized Johnson & Wales was the best fit for me yeah. with their sports entertainment event management. Got it. And then it just so happens that uh, my uncle's closest friend, was Adolf R. Shiver. And he was like, yo, uh, I got this club. We're doing college nights. And I'm like, yo, I already got a following from Charlotte. Yeah. But I'm yeah. in school at Johnston Wells. Nine, and they, three, five, there it goes. Yeah. And, 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 
And I had the colleges on lock. Yeah. So I would go to Johnson C. Smith and Johnson Wells. I hang out at Smith because that's the culture. Right. right. And Johnson Wells, that's the politics. So right. I hang out on both and get both a mutual. Go up there hoop with the brothers because yeah. I knew they knew how to hoop. Yeah, they had your balance. Come down here and eat some food and go kick it with some shorty because I know they were cool and they yeah. had their own money. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm reaping the best. Yeah. So when he was like, we got to do college parties mm-hmm. and he didn't even really know I knew yeah. a lot of people at the yeah. time. So I went there and I just was like, can I, can I get with you? Can I have to do all this stuff? Yeah. It was like, yeah. yeah. Like, I ain't getting help. I ain't going to pay you. But yeah. Yeah. I just was like, I need something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's how that all it happened. Good. I got on the microphone the second night. And so I think black, black men in corporate, right, is something you just mentioned. Culture and politics. If you can mix the two, like, if you know how to still be yourself, right, and then also know how to navigate you know, in the corporate world, mm-hmm. ultimate success. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's something like, as a as a black man, we kind of like shy away from yeah. trying mm-hmm. to mix those two together. But if you have that trait, yeah. then you're golden. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You yeah. set yourself apart from anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a huge thing, man, with mix politics and culture. Mm-hmm. And like we mentioned before, just selling yourself, like being credible, like knowing People mm-hmm. can believe in what you're saying and believe in your plan or your or your vision. So I think that's a that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, man, 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 because at the time, Johnston Wells required you to wear suit and tie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I we wouldn't be able to go into class if you had sneakers. So every day I would go in class, I was like the Will Smith crew. I was like, <laughs> I, like I gotta wear a top. All right, I'm gonna go get this Steve Harvey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you off the Yeah, because Bank of America shares a building with Johnson Wells. Oh, yeah. So in one of the buildings, you're actually in the building with these corporate execs yeah, and yeah. whatnot. So you have to be dressed. Yeah. And that's where I learned. I said, all right, I'm going to learn this, but I'm going to also enhance this because yeah. this is my natural core of who I am. Yeah. But I need to learn the corporate world. Yeah. So learning how to mm-hmm. talk, knowing how to be like, all right. Just networking. Network. network. So, mm-hmm. so let me ask you that too. So, okay, so so we got how you got there. Now, I heard you was on the mic. You know, yeah, you hop on the mic sometimes. Like, I'm just curious how that translated over to radio. I feel like that's such a hard thing to break into. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's a hard entry, especially because yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. auditions, the rest of it. But I think that's like a. I mean, that that's kind of cool that you have, you were able to go that route from mm-hmm. being a club promoter and things like that. Well, what yeah. I've learned was that it's harder for you to be a radio personality. Than it is for you to make it an NFL. Wow. Say that again. Yeah, that's what you said more time. You want me to tell you why? Wow. Look how many jobs there are. Yeah, yeah. It's sure. harder for you to be a successful radio personality than it is for you to be a professional athlete. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not talking about on your body and all that. I'm just yeah. talking about there's not that many jobs. Yeah, just yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Not that yeah. 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 the radio industry, they could easily simulcast somebody. Mm-hmm. So you get somebody from New York like Charlemagne and have over a hundred markets. Yeah, it just, yeah. just broadcasts. And in the markets, know. people lost their job now. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. How do you think about it? Like that? So, so how did that work for you? Like, how did you break into that? Oh, uh, I got into radio. Actually, I, I was on Twitter all the time. I was a big Twitter buff. I had this thing called Tweet Deck. Mm-hmm. And what it was, Tweet Deck, and I think they're still around. Uh, they have a format where you know how you look at your regular timeline? Mm-hmm. 
I could look at five different timelines. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember too, Dick. That's so true. I can search. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to use that. Yeah. So I can search in the words. So I would search nine three five, and I'll just leave that up as a column. I would say Charlotte, leave that up as a column, mm-hmm. and I'll search like a regular artist who's trending or whatever. Yeah, and leave that up. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is I would sit on the phone and promote, promote, promote. And I see one person say, oh, we may go to 935. Mm-hmm. I would write you and be like, oh, yeah, it's up tonight. So now my followers <laughs> see me. Oh, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. 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 It, to, that's crazy. to the point where I would promote it now on social media. Yeah. I, would, I can honestly say I was one of the first social media promoters mm-hmm. in probably North Carolina, yeah. especially the way I had it down back. Yeah. By the time you were walking out the club, and you said 935 was lit on Twitter. I already responded back to you before I'm in the car. <laughs> and I would I respond know. back to everybody. Yeah, even if I didn't know you. Even right. if it was a man. And like, mm-hmm. a lot of times we have this stigma as being men that we can't talk to other men. Yeah. I didn't give a damn. I was talking to everybody like, oh, you came out, man? Appreciate it. Wait till next week. It's yeah. going up even more next yeah. week. That's crazy. And, and I, that's, that's how big. it happened. So a lot of people would be like, man, he tweeted me. And they'll be like, I gotta man. show up. Yeah. I gotta show up. Or I'll just write them and be like, man, come through next time. I got you in a friend. They're gonna feel yeah. a connection. Four years straight, I did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and this was before Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So I was already yeah. planning, like, all right, I just need to get my name and following bigger. And then I wanna go to radio. Yeah. And I reached out at the time, it was only Power 98 here. And I'm like, yo, I'm doing way more retweets than Nolan Larry right now. Mm-hmm. And then there's no yeah. reason I'm a new young face. Like, I'm yeah. on fire. Right. Right. I need a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I reached out to him, and he was like, nah. Like, he kind of like. Sunday. Brushed you off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how the story out of time, man. And I, I see why he did it. You know what I mean? Because his life is moving on. Yeah, yeah. So he's keeping up. Yeah. He don't want you to overstep, but he's yeah, also yeah. no limit Larry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I used to be like, yo, man, can you give me a job? I want to be on the radio. But I'm in school for sports entertainment management. Yeah, I'm yeah. not in school for journalism or right. communications. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm just like, they're like, nah, nah, nah. And they try to make me be a part of their promotional team. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all want me to set up tents? <laughs> I'm like, y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, unbeknownst, a guy named Med Med came into the full Streets 1033 I opened. The former vice president programmer from Radio 1 had left and created his own company. Mm-hmm. And Medi was the program director. And Medi was like, I'm going to teach you how to be on radio. Mm-hmm. And literally, I went from shopping carts and I, I used to go to work all the time and be like, and I ain't got to be doing this shit. Well, I said the same. Listen, so it's funny because I used to, so I used to work at um, a grocery store called Fair Value. And Is that why they had all them shopping carts <laughs> <laughs> in the parking lot? Nah. So what happened with me though is I, I used to go to, I used to go, I used to go to work and I used to tell my dad when I get home, I'm like, hey man, this I ain't going thing. back home working in a grocery store, right? Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. my motivation, though. Honestly, that's yeah. what really like pushed me okay. to get to where I'm at now. Because it's like, bro, I'm not pushing those. Yeah. And even like the manager that was there, first of all, I had begged for the job. 
Yeah, and once I got the job, I'm like, yeah, this I don't want to be here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but but that was like, you know, that's what I had to do when I was in high school. And then me and my dad joke about it now. So today he's like, you always say you gonna push no grocery carts. I'm like, I ain't pushing no grocery carts. But you got to start somewhere, though. Yeah, you got to start, start somewhere. And, and I was so thankful for Costco. Like a lot of people know, Costco is one of the highest paying jobs. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, I for sure. making like. Sixteen dollars an hour, and mm. this is back in two thousand seven. Yeah, you, you lived, you lived, you lived. That's that's a minimum wage, eight twenty five. Yeah, so <laughs> I was already making more than some people' parents for like, sure. Yeah, and I was sure. working thirty nine hours a week, getting time and a half every Sunday. But you yeah. was making mm-hmm. bread, so I was making my money. But I was like, all right, this ain't it. This ain't what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. Even, even though I loved everyone there, like I still go back over there. My mom still goes and they embrace us because. That was a real family to me, and they still yeah. are. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. would walk in and be like, yo, I'm not doing this forever. Like, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. people that yeah. worked there for 30 years, mm-hmm. and they're amazing people, but that's what they want to do. That's that, what they want to do. That's, that, that, that's, that's, that's not what I wanted for myself. That's it. I, I will always be like, man, I, I'm not going to be here for longer than a certain amount of years. Yeah, and I, I did want to touch on some comments I wanted to go away because I, I think it's crucial what you said. For sure. Um... You, you you brought up the point, the guy at one zero three three, where he mm-hmm. was like, "I'm gonna teach you how to do it." For sure, that was so mm-hmm. hard. That's like that one thing right there. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, like for example, like when I was trying to get my job in tech, Jeremy's like, "I'm gonna teach you how to get a job in tech." Right? He's like, "You need to do this, this, and this." So I'm like, "Okay, I do this, this, this." That's yeah. what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people who sometimes don't want to take that guidance just because they like, I don't like just. They, they just want it right yeah, now. Right. Yeah. So I thought that yeah. was I thought that was huge because I think there needs to be more of that, right? Well, people many, are reaching back. Manny was a visionary. Yeah. He's, a, he's one of the best. Um, I really hate that, you know, sometimes in this industry, it's very easy to get blackballed. Mm-hmm. And Manny by far was like the most dimensional person in the world. He knew how to DJ. Yeah. He still does commercials. Like, you'll hear his voice in Atlanta. And then Philly, like he's doing, oh, wow. he's the voiceover for commercials mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't know. So he was a total package. And for him to be like, I see something in you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So my first day on the radio, my mom had moved to New York. I was in the middle of a custody case and they hand me a paper and they're like, read this. And I'm like this. Happy 60th birthday. Hope you enjoyed your day. That's how I read it. Yeah. But when you're on radio, like I'll cut my radio voice on. It'll be like, you have to sound like this. Happy 60th birthday. You already know what's going on. It's your boy Chew. Check me out each and every Monday through Friday from 2 to 7 right here on Streets 1033. I wish I turned 60 right now. Me too. It's my birthday too. So he taught me how to read from that to reading like what I just did. So, you know, like I would, I can honestly say I would be. Not this chewy persona yeah. without Medi and yeah. also his nephew Johnny. Yeah. Johnny was is younger than me. He's mm-hmm. like three or four years younger. But Johnny was always hungry in the streets. Mm-hmm. So Johnny was the one who told him about me. Mm-hmm. Because he, he knew about your name. And correct. Then, yeah, okay. Now fast yeah. forward, guess who's my DJ at the number one party on 
Carolina stats on Sunday. Johnny KD. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So oh, in high school with him. Yes. Yeah, so Shout out my boy KD. Shout out to high school with him. So now it's funny mm-hmm. because we are so we, we got like telepathy. Like yeah. we can just look at each other and just be like, and he knows what song, he knows what we gotta do, he knows how to do. Shout out my boy KD. Yeah, and mm-hmm. one of the most humblest dudes, and actually truth be told. Johnny is probably one of the most strongest dudes. He beat cancer twice. Oh man! Wow. Yep. Wow. So that was a big thing for us because yeah. after my first year at radio, I had left because at streets we didn't have benefits. Mm. I had a three or four year old. My daughter was at the time. Yeah, you need that. And I said, Yo, I got to make a decision to leave you and mm. what we created. Johnny, Meddy, and uh, Buck TV, our videographer. One of the best directors in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I left him. I mm-hmm. said, Radio One is deciding to flip a station and make it hip hop. Mm-hmm. And they approached me, and I'm going to take it because I need the benefits. And, you know, in the radio world, if you work for a mom and pop company, a lot of times your checks may bounce. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're not based on money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was happening. And that's why you that's why you hear all the ads and everything because yeah. that's the way they make money. Yeah. So like a Paragon 98, I feel like every time I'm on there, I'm ad. like, it's an ad. It's I'm like, ad. I don't hear no music. They got a hundred thousand watts though. You can't hear them from downtown Charlotte to Columbia. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Streets one, two, three, you call it here uptown Charlotte. Yeah. Because they were all living like a ten thousand watt. Right, right. So right. not only was I leaving the ten thousand watts going like a thirty-five thousand watt, yeah, but I was also getting benefits. Yeah, you know, so when I left, it left like a source thing with them, like how you just leave. Yeah, just leave. Yeah. Like yeah. And then you had to do what's best. Had to do what's best for me at that moment. Mm-hmm. And what wound up happening in my first year or second year at Radio One, Johnny caught cancer. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like lost his hair. Yeah. Wow, everything and like yeah, nail, nails was going black, and you know that. He was always my best friend, like, even on radio, teaching me a lot. And they told me, they said, yo, you can't post about him. You can't say wish you well. Mm-hmm. And I won't say who said it in the company, yeah, but yeah. it was said by a higher, higher yeah. person because basically I had all this momentum going. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a nice It's like, yeah, it's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and literally I just was like, Man, I'm going to the hospital today and I'm going yeah. to hang out with him. And if I post a photo, so what? I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't. That's certain, wild. That's certain wild. things in life, I'm not going to let nobody dictate yeah, who I sure. am. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot cool. of times we could compartmentalize it, we could internalize it, yeah. but I'm not going to let that break me. And literally, I went to the hospital with him, sat in there. Made him laugh, brought him windows, and like cried, you know what I mean? Like, gave him that support, like, yo, man, we gotta beat this. When you get out, we gotta be up. Because we we had stopped talking since my departure. And, you know, I think at that moment, that's what he needed out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not just out of everyone else, but Mm -hmm. as of me knowing that, hey, bro, no matter how this shit may go, I'm here. I'm here for you. Yeah. And I always was on the phone with him and giving him that, and then he did it again and beat it. So I'm like, I see my mother go through breast cancer. Mm-hmm. That shit is not easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing the triggers of what causes cancers, 
It's a lot of stress. Yeah, lot of stress sure. is like the number one factor yeah. I heard of like yeah. cancer. So yeah. it's like I've seen it before prior to him and yeah. seeing anyone that goes through cancer, man, that I've seen my aunt pass away from it spreading out her body. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I went through so I went through a similar thing. Yeah. I was at practice twenty uh twenty fourteen and um my parents showed up at practice and it was closed practice. We don't have parents, you know, they don't come. And I see my mom and dad on the sideline and I'm you know, it's a nice surprise. I'm excited to see him. And uh after practice they were like, Hey, we need to talk to you. And I'm like, you I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, maybe I got a scholarship, you know, yeah, yeah. everything all that anxiety and anticipation trying to figure out what happened. And uh, Mitch Mason, shout out to Mitch. I know he's going through it. He's going through yeah, prayers yeah. and prayers. Yeah. Um, he stepped in the room. Uh, one, I think it was a tight end room. We stepped inside and uh, we just hold hands. So now I'm really trying to figure out what's going on, right? And we start praying. And then my my mom and dad, you know, they's like she's been my mom has been dying with breast cancer, mm-hmm. you know. And that was probably the toughest news I've ever experienced. Sure, you know what I mean? Like, and we prayed and we prayed and we cried and we held each other, you know. And it was just like. That moment was probably like the most priceless moment ever. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And what we did is the same thing you just said. Like after we finished the, all the emotions, yeah. my dad cracked a joke. Final joke. Yeah. yeah, and we laughed. Yeah. And then the next, com- the last comment we said before we walked out the room, we are gonna beat this. Yeah, right. Like you said, it wasn't it wasn't him going through it by himself. You and his wife. Yeah. Right. And I went through the same thing with us, and we fought it together. She ended up passing in 2015, September 2nd. Pacadosis. But up until that point, it was fight. That right? fight. It was fight. At what stage was it? Oh, four. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it was the same thing. So, and, uh, even more emotional, like at, in March of 2015, she beat it. You know, mm-hmm. right? yeah. it, was, it wasn't in a wrestling room. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, she started growing her hair back, right? We were able to celebrate her, celebrate her birthday April 12th. I actually went home. Yeah. Celebrate her birthday, and then like that same month, she started feeling like uh, losing feeling in her fingers, mm-hmm. and then it, it kind of it moved to her brain. Mm-hmm. Right, it's so a spread, spread, right. So before you know it, they gave her three months to live, and we actually have a, a family reunion, which was again, if you as I look back at these things, I'm like wow, mm-hmm. everything yeah, happened for a reason, yeah, yeah. right? We was able to spend time with family that we hadn't seen in a long time, you know, and I was able to like. Even that the day that she passed, I was in practice. Yeah. I'm in practice. I, we, was in, we was in film, and I'm sitting right beside Larry Fedora. And uh, my dad called me. So I'm like, what's he calling? He knows I'm in practice. I, called, I answered the phone. He's like, hey, you need to get home. Right? And right then, I knew, like, all right, something sucked. But he didn't tell me what. So I'm doing 115, 120 on uh, 40, coming mm-hmm. from Chapel Hill to Winston-Salem. You was risking what? Yeah. <laughs> License was about to be gone. <laughs> hey, y'all ain't hear that. They got a I'm going as fast as I can. I get back to Winston. I'm going through the hospital, right? And I run into the room, and she's taking, like, her final breaths, man. Wow. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like, um, then they asked, and I'm going into it, but they, they asked uh, me and my dad, like, we had to make a decision. Like, this is like, do we want to try to preserve life, or do we want to let her go peacefully, right? Yeah. And uh, so we stepped out in a decision I want nobody to have to go through, right? But in that moment, we prayed and was like, God, like whatever your will, even though my mom had already said she didn't want to be like a vegetable. Yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. So we walked back in the room before we can even see the doctors. She's, she's like, literally. Mm. Yeah. And that was it. We didn't have to make a decision. Oh, wow. I was able to see her. I was able to be there with her at the table. I mean, like, and it was just like. And that's, wow. a, that's a very that's tough feat, yeah. man. Like. Um, seeing a lot of people 
not get tested for like breast cancer, yeah. you know, like seeing the angels of blood. You know what I mean? A very good friend of mine, like him losing his mom. Like I didn't know D'Angelo Williams was getting fined from the NFL. Yes, for having pink hair. Yes, yeah, yes. that's crazy. Mm. That's Did crazy. you know that? I didn't know that. No. He was being fined by the NFL every game mm. for having like a pink apparel racing awareness from breast cancer. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Hey, man, that's, that. that's some deep stuff, man. But just a message out of that, like everybody have their own battle, bro. For sure. And people yeah. may see you and be like, oh, man, Chewy, like, life is out great. here, life is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with Trey Songz yesterday, sitting courtside with Jacquees. Oh, yeah, yeah. like, hold on, hold on. We got to get like, taking pictures with Jay-Z, but it's like, damn, bro, it really took me a lot to get here. And I don't yeah, really yeah. went through the struggle. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I stood in rooms with my best friend suffering cancer. Like, yeah. oh, becoming I, a father during the, the highest peak of my my promotion and to my career, and I was pushing the cars and costumes. That's a lot of sacrifice. And then, like, my mother has always been the person of balance a little. Yeah. Like, she's the shadow. She's she's really the 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 load carrier yeah. because when I gotta go be chewy and I'm only getting a little bit of time with my daughter. My she mother, my mother has said more than me sometimes. You know, oh, you know what I mean. But I'm okay with it because number one, it's a female. Yeah. Mom. And yeah. sometimes, you know, I grew up. I grew up listening to radio. Michael Basden was one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Michael Basden had a segment that he ended it every time and said, "It takes a man to raise a man." Mm-hmm. And that was like my father in my head, Michael yeah, Basden, yeah. because he Took was that. teaching us yeah. life lessons. He would say, right in, and we're going to talk about this. Mm. Like, how do people approach bullies? How do people approach parents with yeah. letting them know secrets? Mm-hmm. Let them know about infidelity, sex, and all this. And it was healthy conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how I try to make the radio show do. Yeah. But I wanted it to be more of a, ha, 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 let's crack a joke about it. But yeah. it's yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. like, yeah. a lot of people didn't know, like, my whole radio show and everything I formatted everything yeah. everything you heard on my radio show I made wow and, that's dope, and I didn't go to school for none of it nah yeah that's that's, that's and that's, that's dope, dope man like I've known you for a while like I said I pulled up a picture from probably 20 probably 2013 oh wow me and him and Onyx man but I never knew this truly you know what I'm saying yeah. like, so sitting here getting to like Hear all this stuff like it wasn't just all like oh that's Chewy nine three five oh Chewy here tonight that's where we going like yeah. being able to like hear like what it really took the mm-hmm. grind the grit the mm-hmm. letdowns like bro that's that's well deep, I never bro. I that's never deep. really like feeling comfortable talking about it. yeah, yeah. and, that, and that's me, that me talking like this is just I just got to a point where I now like doing it a little bit yeah because I know somewhere. Someone's being inspired. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I only always wanted just to be like, all right, keep it as a talent. Yeah. Just do your job, be happy, go home, shake the hands, kiss the babies, and go home. Yeah. And that's why we like doing like we're doing, right? Because everybody has their own story. For sure. And like, I love how you talk about like pushing carts. I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah. Turn right way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was pushing like 20, 20 carts. You know what I mean? Like this. I used to make that my workout. Yeah, that was the workout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew you know about when you did this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, no, like, and, and, 
and so just continue on your story too, man. Like I think Kedrick had mentioned it. So like you said, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different aspects in your life, you know, sure. and we dive into a little bit of each of them. But yeah. you know, we talked about you know, we talked about in the beginning, we talked about radio. Kedrick mentioned what you're doing now. Which is on an even bigger change. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So now you're gonna elevate it. Alright, so throughout yeah. the radio career, I, I found myself not being happy. I was yeah. promised things that, you know, were not being fulfilled. Mm. Um, I kinda kinda got burnt out to a certain degree. Yep. Um, I was endorsed by Coca-Cola to the point where they were bringing 18 wheeler trucks to the radio station, loading up my room with Sprite, PMB Rob, Bidic. They would just come in and be like, can we take a case black youngster? I'm like, take all the yeah. <laughs> They're gonna bring more. Yeah. Take them all. You know what I mean? And um I just got I felt as though I didn't have the control I wanted yeah. for the vision. Like I would sit in rooms like this and everybody in this room would be over the age of 45 mm-hmm. and I'm the only one in my twenties and I'm like, Y'all can't wait to you see. can't yeah. tell yeah. me. Yeah. What's hot? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Y'all all go home and take care of your kids. Yeah. I am outside. Like, yeah. this is my life. I live this. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, they'll be like, hey, we can't get in touch with the heads of Coca Cola. And I'm like, I know. He called me. <laughs> telling me that he don't want to listen to yeah. y'all. Because <laughs> y'all going to come with the same um, radio mumble yeah. jumble. Yeah. yeah. When I first got to one of the stations, they, nobody in the room had social media. Wow. I'm like, how could you relate to me? Yeah. How could you could relate to the target audience? How about to say, how can you relate to the audience? Yeah. It's a couple mm-hmm. things like, and I, I, I kind of studied you a little bit. I know you're big on mental health, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know you, you have a therapist, mm-hmm. right? Can you mm-hmm. talk to us about that? Because at times I feel like I'm out of control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like. I don't know if it's the music I'm listening to. I don't 100%. know if it's the thoughts that I'm having. You know, and, and I'm, it's always like one thing. Yeah, I sometimes love. you just call it the moment. You feel mm-hmm. like you're out of control. I have no control of what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, like 100%. mental health therapist. How do you balance that? I, I was scared of the stigma of a therapist mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. Like to a point when we first found out I had ADHD, my mom instantly was like, Okay, we gotta put you, get you a therapist. We gotta get you on medication. I was on Concerta for a while, and I just like kind of wigged off it. I was like, oh, I think I'm good. And that's usually the trait. Yeah. Once you get on it and you're doing good, they always be like, I don't even know. What yeah. Yeah. And I was good. I was straight A's. I went from C, B, C, D to yeah. straight A's mm-hmm. in like a semester. Yeah. So I was like, I don't need this no more. And you know, I was in denial about it for years. I, I developed a drinking habit mm-hmm. that was very unhealthy. I would cover up my problems and my insecurities mm-hmm. with drinking and like wilding out and lashing out or trying to be the cool guy. Yeah. I was trying to be the man without being a man. You were trying to be mm-hmm. 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 That's a mm-hmm. man. That's, that's a, a bar. bar. That's, that's a, a bar. bar. I'm trying to be the man so, without being a man. Yeah. So, so with that being said, was it ever a point you was like, I'm tired of going to the club. I'm tired 100%. of going to the like, I'm tired of doing this. Like, 100%. Because like, I feel like, man, Tuesday through Sunday, you was, was outside on the mic partying. I was outside every night. And, mm. and to be in that element, you may have to take two shots. So no, that I, made, I got to the point where I was comfortable taking close to 10 shots a night. Yeah. 
and, wow. and being yourself. But everybody loving you though. Yeah, everybody. So everybody so, want to give me a free shot. Yeah, wow. yeah. So that's the that's their that's their way of like yeah, appreciation. Yeah, yeah. Appreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, I rock with you, and yeah. I and I genuinely appreciate for it. Like like I genuinely appreciate the 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 love. And it's like if you don't take it, it's almost a sign of disrespect. Yeah. So now yeah. that I'm at this age and I'm at where I'm at now, traveling the world and doing all this stuff, I have to explain it to people to a certain degree. Like, hey man, I I can't drink. Now, like, why? I'm like, I had to get over that discomfort mm-hmm. of saying like, hey, it's not healthy for me. Yeah. yeah. Or you can yeah. you can have fun without drinking. No, sure. I, I, I just I just say that. Then now I don't really go out to have fun. You go out for work. Yeah, I just go do a show, come back home. Come back home. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not just work. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, that's good. My mother, my mother has tried to save me from myself for years, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until you know what I mean. I said this before, like um, I fell in love with a girl, mm-hmm. and like she's amazing. Mm-hmm. But we will always clash because of who I who I was. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize mm. who I yeah. was. Like I get so yeah. drunk one night, and then I'm I know I'm supposed to be up at seven thirty to go get my daughter for my mother while she go to work. Mm. And guess what? I'm so hungover. I'm not waking up till eleven now. Yeah. My mom don't call down work, yeah. and I'm I'm just missing. And now it looks like it's a reflection of. Oh, he probably out with his girl, or he probably out die and die, and it's like, nah, she ain't about either. I just got fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm covering, I'm masking my problem. Yeah, yeah. And unmasking yourself to find yourself is a hard pill to swallow, no matter who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially being in the spotlight, mm-hmm. being being a humble because you hurt everyone around you, mm-hmm. and not only hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. After you figured out when you did it, it also hurts yourself on your progress coming back mm. because they're gonna always see that side of it. Mm-hmm. So they 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 gotta be like, yeah, we've seen this before. Yeah, uh, damn, that's deep. So that's I knew though. That's big though, because I, I remember Cole had a line about these people probably know me better than I know myself. So like yeah, having that yeah, fame, yeah. having that fame or yeah. having just the notoriety of people, you at times you'll feel like insecure because yeah. you may think they may know yeah. more about you that you don't really know because well, you haven't done that work. Idea, idea of it. Mm-hmm. it. It may not have been my first time trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, do you feel like, do you feel like you're like, I guess your work in professionalism, do you feel like that increased like and it's better since you kind of 100% yeah. I'm on time yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm aware I'm alert you definitely on time you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know he beat me I like that though that right, right. I like there's something yeah. like yeah. now do I walk in the room and I have that attitude of uh, you know who I am I'm more so like oh hey what's going on yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you doing yeah. today oh it's on my birthday yeah. here what's the birthday person's name I'm gonna shout them out all night yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean that's dope bro I learned like <laughs> be humble, man. Shake yeah, every security yeah. guard hand. Shake the barback's hands. Yeah. Shake the cook's hands. No one is somebody's birthday. Make yeah, them feel good. Yeah. Because that's genuinely who I am. Right. But when you got the drinks in you, like you said earlier, when that music get in your head yeah, and you listen to kill, 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 yeah, kill, yeah, yeah. murder, 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 yeah. that's how your mind starts thinking. Because yeah. you're mm-hmm. embedded in repetition yeah. in your mind. Yeah. And when you embed in negativity, what you think gonna happen with your mind? Negative thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. 
yep. negative actions. Yep. And I had, to, I had to like isolate myself. Like, for sure. Y'all asked me earlier, I was like, yo, you listen to new music? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you got a play, you got a couple playlists. I think one of your playlists is like the new generation or something on Apple Music. Yeah. And I started playing it, and it wasn't really new, new, new. No, <laughs> it, was, it was music I listened to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you let me hear It's more of a, I want to be able to evolve, and sometimes being able to evolve into the next character and the next phase in your life and the next chapter. And he and he knows, too. That's why I listen like the, yeah. like I listen like Cole all the time. You know? yeah. I'm a big J. Cole fan. Yeah. I, 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 I love nice. J. Cole. Like, me, too. It wasn't nice. the fact that I couldn't go get a lot of times when I started getting that money, it wasn't the fact that I couldn't go get the Gucci's, the Prada's. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of that. You don't even need like, it. I don't care. You don't need it. Yeah. Like, my girl, well, now my girl again. <laughs> she, you know, she, she took me back after all this stuff. But you're completely different, though. Yeah, yeah, like, she sees it, but yeah. it still hurts me to a certain degree. Like, damn, yeah. why were you like that? And I'm like, I don't, I, don't know. I don't know who I was like that, but... You know what I mean? I look at it as like J. Cole, man. Like, mm-hmm. he always resonated well with me because mm-hmm. he wasn't impressed by nothing. No, yeah. it's not yeah. like I have an uncle that's a big time jeweler. If I want to go get a fucking Cuban link, I could be like, hey, there's no need. Yeah, I don't care about you. I don't need to your spice. Like, what's the value? Yeah, right. I think one thing that I'm like, so impressed by like meeting you in person, right? Is is seeing like the humility. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've always cherished, you know, my own self on is like I love building relationships with the people who were at times looked over. Yeah. Like at work, you know, right? It's the cleaners, the janitors, yeah. the, the the wheelchair pushers. Like I'm like this, hey, how you doing? Right. And I really I genuinely want to know. I want you to know that I really care I really about care you. About yeah. It. The success that I have experienced is not because like I go into a room and I say, hey, what was me? Yeah. Right? But it's more so because the people that I cherish, the, the people that are with the wheelchair pushers, mm-hmm. they're the ones talking. Mm-hmm. Right? They yeah. tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. Next time I tell some, I'm talking to somebody, hey, do you know this guy? You know what he stands yeah. for? Right? And that's the same thing I've experienced. I've had people that are looked over at times. You know? Yeah. They, they're, they're networking with other people. They know other people. Right? And, and they, mm-hmm. t- they tell them, like, hey, man, Charles, this, Charles, that. Yeah. Your your reputation gonna precede you. Of course, yeah, but yeah. you know everybody has an opinion. You know, yeah. what I mean, there's a lot of times where I meet people where I'm probably like back in the day where I was drunk and I didn't care and I'm like get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like yo, I got a song I'm promoting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a duality though. I'm, you I'm can't in the be perfect. Walking with my daughter and you're telling me about your hoodie line. I'm like, hey, bro. Yeah. I probably just woke up. I don't want to be walking them all, but. It's just not time, and I have to learn how to be like, okay, say it right way. Let yeah, me, yeah, let me. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, what's going on with you? Yeah. Hey, doing nice to meet you. The now is not probably a good time, but here's my such and such. Yeah, and yeah. politics. Yeah. Well, well, you know, it's funny you say that too, because like I, I see, like just thinking about the NFL. You know, I see a lot of people get called out because oh, he didn't want to sign his hat. It's, really? like, Dude. it's like man, like. These are regular people too. Like they need, mm-hmm. they need your space sometimes. Like you can't always be uh, yeah. like they don't, not, care. they don't. Yeah, they don't that's, care, that's what you, yeah. How, how many times I get pulled when I'm doing a performance or something is yeah. asinine. Yeah, like to the point where I have to tell the club owners put two or three security guards yes. around me because 
not out of fear for them, yeah. but fear for me. Yeah. Because what happens if I don't play your song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're mad. Look at the What happens Adams. if I don't yeah. shout you out? You're mad. This stuff is real. But still, but still, but the all of a sudden I'm an asshole. So yeah. just let yeah. me avoid all of them. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I don't want to deal with them. Now, if I see someone I know, that's different. I'm going to be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's people that I don't know that are fans, supporters, yeah. and I'm not trying to be. Wrong to them. It's just like yeah. I'm in work mode. I'm in work mode, dog. Like, yeah. People can't separate that. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't worry about just you mm-hmm. and it's seven hundred other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. like, yeah. It's kind of hard. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of better at yeah, better at it. But you know, just like life, everything's a process. So awesome. yeah. as long as you progress, it's just cool. And mm-hmm. as long as you have people around you to understand, you know, yeah. you can focus on your mental health. Mm-hmm. I think mental health is huge, bro. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking, well, we'll talk about that as well. Kind of, um, that's very big as well. We we've kind of um, gone into that, uh, but having you know, always good to have another perspective of it sure. too. Um, but also, for you, think thinking about progress, what's like the next thing for you, right? Um, um, I said it not too long ago, and it's like finding internal happiness consistently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I was fine with happiness now I'm happy in who I am cool mm-hmm. but as I said before as you're going through a journey of being happy you have a lot of people that have been around you throughout all these years yeah. that has seen sides of you that almost to the point unforgivable mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean like really unforgivable like cause yeah. there's been things I did that even now, I still beat myself up. Right. And I learned, I learned when you're happy, you don't really beat yourself up anymore. Right. But you're cognizant mm-hmm. of the mistakes yeah, yeah, yeah. that oh, sure. you made, and you're like, "Yo, man, I can't believe I did that." Mm-hmm. And no amount of "I'm sorry" is gonna fix that. It's gonna take that yes. boom away. Like the the stuff that I've done to my mother, that I realized, I'm like, even though she's hard on me, yeah. It's because she always saw a sign in me that I didn't see. And I wasn't taking it serious. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, Ma, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, when I look at my girl, I'm like, damn, y'all, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now I'm at that point where it's like, y'all, I'm really different. Like, I'm really, I'm really there. And they're like, for how long? Yeah, and it's oh, like man, that's, that's the worst mm, feeling man. in all. Man. Oh, but man. that is the I'm telling you, that that demon that just won't go away. You're like, yeah, stop the, bringing it up. I don't want to hear about it. Well, you know, so, but I say, I say this though, like, just like it's my first time meeting, right? But I say it's like as soon as, based on like the stuff that you're telling me, telling us, like you're you you you're living by that, right? Like you, hey man, I said you want anything, like. Oh no! I said I got whatever you want. He's like, nah. You know, I only do one, right? But that's that's what you're sticking to, and that's that's cool, right? And then I also think, like, I also think personally, like, kind of like Charles. I'm impressed, right? Like, I like I love the evolution that I, I mean that I've even just heard about. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I looked at your Instagram page too, and just going through and just like taking it from everything that you don't talk about. Yeah. To kind of see the progress, where you know where he's at now. Like when you're on the biggest stages, like literally you're the biggest artist. Like 
So like he's with all the biggest R and B hip hop. That is it's that's actually cool, crazy. Right? I don't that's know cool. if y'all know how like the young blue thing happened. Nah, yeah. y'all want to tell y'all? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the that's the latest like that's your that, new that's game, the, right? That's that's the new. Cause I, I got so I'll much more. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how recent yeah. was that? That's pretty recent, right? I was. Uh, about three months ago. I've never okay. known you to DJ, bro. Yeah. Never. You want to tell you why? You want to tell you why? You want to tell you why? You want to tell you why I never, like, gave a damn about it. Because yeah. these motherfuckers are making, like, $250. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but you got right. people who want to create their brand. I created yeah. my brand differently. Yeah. Yeah. My brand was out the box. I was just a yeah. host. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's, that's Yo, so crazy. It was, seeing him as a DJ, I was like, it, it was like a real yeah, thing. DJ no, it was yeah. a real thing. <laughs> DJs would get mad at me because they're like, "You ain't put time in this crap." No, fuck that. I didn't make more than you for two hours, and you were yeah. full. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like yeah. DJs hated me. Yeah. So I only had like false ID. Who gave a fuck about? Yeah, false ID was music. Yeah, false ID was the guy that was like. All right, I'm gonna teach you how to perfect your craft. Yeah. I'm gonna teach you how to talk from your diaphragm. Mm-hmm. Like Foss was that guy. Yeah, speaking on him, bro, that's one guy I can say that no matter where I'm at, he gonna speak to me. Cool. Yeah. You can say whatever. Rick Ross, Ross official DJ. It don't matter. No. You actually, actually, the biggest boss. Yeah, MMG. Yeah. You know what I mean, bro? I'm telling you. Shout out Foss ID. Foss ID. You know, in this industry, a lot of people have opinions about people yeah. that they don't know personally. Mm-hmm. Right. They only see them and they judge. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what that person goes through. You don't know what's that person's life like at home. Mm-hmm. For how long False ID has been out here and his talent it's is unreal. 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 Yeah. Throughout these whole 10 years, he's still one of the best DJs. Mm-hmm. He's probably one of the most hated on. And he doesn't even care. You know, yeah. He just wants to know: Could you do the job? Could you do it? Yeah. So, all right. So, how do you do the young blue though? I'm here. All right. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, all right. So here, my wife is like, "Who young blue?" I'm like. <laughs> so it's funny because we were there. Not alright. So, so uh, I I was laying one day in bed. I was laying in bed, and me and Shorty was just on the phone, and uh, the concert came out. Okay. Like the uh, actual dates of this concert. Yeah. It was Chris Brown, Little Baby, and we was yeah. like, "Oh, we're going." Right. We looked at Charlotte. We was like, "Oh." Backstage, we got no. Because prior, Chris Brown and I had played basketball and football for oh, yeah. two okay. hours yeah, yeah, yeah. before mm-hmm. one of his shows here. So I know we got familiar. Yeah, each other and whatnot. Like I stopped him from getting in a situation at Bubble Nightclub. <laughs> yeah, that was an episode. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Back in the Genesis, yeah. actually, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a funny story that you could Google off TMZ. Chris Brown, Migos, fight BT weekend, not the parking lot, but at the actual show. You're here, you're here, DJ Khaled yelling, Where is Assad? DJ Khaled's wife was right next to me, holding Assad. Mm. And Chris was about to get ready to fight the Migos. Casanova was there. Mm. And if you look at the video, I have Chris in a chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a white shirt. God, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, you can Google it. 
and, I, and I'm holding him, and I'm in his ear like, yo, bro, you got too much to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't tell somebody so, like Chris Brown, you got I, too I much don't know what the hell was wrong with me at that moment, <laughs> but I literally was like, hey, bro, you got too much yeah, to do. Yeah, I thought it was Chris Brown. <laughs> He's about like six, six foot. So you might be No, no, I'm standing on a podium. Oh, oh you yeah, 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 like this? I'm like reaching down on him. Yeah, like, crazy. Like, you know, bro, you got too much to do. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I think this is over the Karuchi thing. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Karuchi. So Chris is like, like he's calming down. Like Chris is, whoever's around him, mm-hmm. if you're a good energy, he's a good energy. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're on anger, he's on anger. Yeah. You know, he's just yeah. like a visit environment like everybody else. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. human. Yeah. Right. So when I got through to him, I'm like, oh, shit, he's calm. That's why you see the parking lot video, I feel like, he already got over it. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Chris Brown. I'm Chris Brown. And sometimes you just need to be reminded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When the tour came. The humble brag. Right. right. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So when the tour came, I'm like calling all these regulated reps because you can't call Chris and Logan. No, yeah, they're not going to do So I'm calling all these regulated reps because I made a promise. Now, mind you, me and my girl are off right now. Oh, like, so you got me to be. Yeah, you got me No, I, I just was like, yeah, I'm a man of my word. I'm still going to do it. So. I may not get her back, but at yeah. least I did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody told me, no, I wasn't used to it. Oh, because the oh. tour wasn't a record label tour. Usually, when the tour's out, yeah, the record by label them. has like 10 or 20 allotted tickets. Yeah. So, yeah, it's mind, so it's booked by them. Yeah, it's booked by Live Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, solely. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck. Well, we ain't got to get no nosebleeds. And then, all of, unbeknownst, I saw a young blue post. That he was on it. So I write him back because I know him for about, at this time, like three and a half years, mm-hmm. four years. And I was like, hey, you're coming? He was like, yeah, man, come to the show. I just bought this jet and sends me the video of the jet. And I'm <laughs> like, this, I'm like, for real? Life, life. So mind you, I didn't <clears throat> go to the show at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't give a damn. I've seen Lil Baby perform a hundred times. I've seen Chris perform. Yeah. You know, even though he's yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I just yeah. was like, yeah. well, the only way I'm going to get these tickets is if I go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what wound up happening. I wound up, I wound up going and uh, I finessed her to call out of work through one of my friends. I was like, hey, tell her you got tickets. And she's a newborn. She's a new mom. I said, listen, you deserve the tickets. So I would like for you to go. So I hooked them all up with tickets. Wow. And, Smart. Smart. and, and that's, that's dope. I, but the, coming to find out, I thought they would leave the tickets at will call. Yeah. They're holding on because they're passes. They're backstage passes. Oh, wow. Now, mind oh, you, Chris is traveling with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Little baby's traveling with his son. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So you can't just be on no you can't like, back yeah. like security on like, hey, who's these people? Yeah. Who, yeah. who they with? Who's escorting them? Yeah. So I'm like, damn, I gotta, they gotta come back here with me. Yeah. So while we're back there, Blue taps me and is like, his manager had briefed me while we were walking. He was like, yo, I don't know if you know or not, but Blue just fired his DJ. And I oh, said, wow. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, what the hell you want me to do? I don't got no laptop turntables here. So. Get one though. No, no, no. I could <laughs> because it's the PNC track. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, can't yeah. come in or out. So he probably yeah. DJ while they were at the concert. No, while they were on tour. Oh, on tour. Oh, oh man. So um, I turned around and uh, 
Blue is putting on his ear monitors and he's like, yo, uh, could you get out there and uh, hype the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. Hype, hype the crowd. That's what I do. That's what I do. That's what I do. You're like, this is I've been waiting. Yeah. Why is God walking with this hype dog for people in my city? Yeah. This is going to be a breeze. Give me this little. On this I, I want to reenact the energy. And this is what so solidified you and your girl get back together too. Like no, it's really like a, it really was, <laughs> but I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I literally just was gonna be like, "Hey, go y'all tickets." I made you a promise. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. I'm still nervous because I get I get anxiety just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. on stage going crazy, like, "Oh, let do it, hey, oh, let do it." Like, man, yeah. that <laughs> now, mind you, yeah. the DJ that's actually DJing the tour, I had beef with him. Oh, oh, be. Maybe like two months prior, I was trying to book him for a party. And he was like, yo, leave me fuck alone. Never reached out. Wow. So I was like, damn, man. Like, yeah, it's like that. So, yeah, he was like, never reached out. And then I blocked him. I didn't even respond. <laughs> that's like, no, I did like pages writing me talking about, yo, my bad, man. I didn't know. I was like, nah, nigga, how do you not know that you're talking about? How do you not? It's not like we were on the phone. No, you typed it. Yeah. You typed it. So I'm like, you thought about it. You, you thought what you typed to me. We were right on the phone. You thought it, you typed it. Yeah, so, yeah 100%. Yeah. Mind you, you didn't get booked that night, but yeah, yeah. So I was like this. I was like, oh, that's the DJ. Oh, fuck. I gotta rock out though. No, I'm, I gotta rock out. So you gotta follow my league. We gotta work together and we gotta figure it out and yeah. we'll leave that situation yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got the crowd going up. I started breaking the sweat. I'm sweating. Cause you on stage. What you say to him? What you say to him? I ain't gonna say shit. You know who I am. You know who I'm here. So Blue's manager comes over and taps me and is like, Blue set got pushed back 30 minutes. You can keep going or you can come off. And I was like, oh, and I'm already sweating. I'm, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'm sweating. I got to go get the girls from the back. Yeah. They called me and I know they, at this point now she knows it's from me. So I got to go get them. Yeah. And we go get them and come back. And uh, Blue's manager walks with me because he has the escort badge. Mm-hmm. And he's like this. Hey, uh, could you DJ Blue set? Just a well, I had DJ for Diggy Simmons. I had DJ oh, for right. Roscoe Dash. Yeah, I had yeah. DJ for Casanova. Mm-hmm. I had DJ for the baby. I was like, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, just let me know his cue points. What song order? We can do it. Mm-hmm. So we get back there, and I'm like, but I don't have no stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, that yeah. DJ, you can use his tonight. I said, <laughs> do you know? DJs don't like people touch their oh, shit. Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. They have everything queued yeah. up. Everything. So he's like, he's like, they asked me, he's like, go ahead. Mm. So, but the light and sound guy, Keatlin, was like this. Hey, I already got everything. We don't need them. Mm. So the manager and the light and sound guy went back and yeah. forth. Yeah, and the light and sound guy said, you know what? Let's let Blue make an executive decision. So we all three walk over here, and I got the girls with me now. So now it's like, holy shit, they may actually do this. Yeah. And they looked at Blue, and Blue's like, let's really do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he got everything? I was like, yeah, I got everything. He's like, let him do it. 
And I love preparation. Meet me. I said, yo, what are your cue points? When do you want me to stop records? He said, when I do this, stop. When I say, let's go DJ, play your song. Yeah, oh yeah. And, and I was like, all right, do you mind me talking in between songs with you? Or he was like, do your thing. Do your thing. If you wow. feel it, you feel it. But I'm so used to hosting clubs. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it was a certain song, I can't really describe it as freedom music, but when a song, and you know more than anyone, yeah. mm-hmm. but certain songs, they have like a gap between. Yeah. So mm-hmm. imagine like, yeah, yeah, and those gaps is when I can talk. Me, so yeah. 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 Hey, yeah, 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 turn yeah, up, yeah, turn up, yeah. Yeah. whoa, whoa. So I'm like this. I'm like, oh, this. My voice sounds good yeah. today too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Are right, y'all ready for Young Blue? And I'm looking at the sound man because he's like, yo, we gotta be on scene. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't have my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> so I just. The sad part is the side stage is dark. Yeah. So it don't make it any better. So he's looking at me doing this. And I can't see. And you're like, <laughs> so I'm like, I hope this video go up. And I'm like, <laughs> looking at him, not looking at the whole crowd. So I'm the whole crowd, like, that lights up and whatnot, and we wind up killing it. Wow. To the point where he comes off. Yo, and yeah. mind you, oh, I got my ex with me at the time. My ex, yeah. my girl, my shoulder, yeah. yeah. And she's looking like, yo. You just killed yourself. Let's get back together. It was like that. She was like, nah, I still don't want to be with you. <laughs> So Blue is looking at me like this, like, hey man, uh, you want to finish out the rest of the tour with Absolutely. me? Absolutely. I said, he said this, well, the private jet is here. Uh, we're going to fly to California tonight. And in front of my eyes, I'm like, give me four I didn't fucking go. Whoa. Oh, man. You gotta go. Because I had to do a party with little baby that night. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, He was He had food at LA to film a music video with Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay. Wow. I saw you, I saw you post that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wound up flying to West Palm like two days later. But you had to go cold. You couldn't even could, could, <laughs> I was on a PJ two days later. I was on a PJ two days later, so I was like, That's look, they got messages right there. Wow, look at the J. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. They beat me. August 9th. Holla at me, bro. You want me some screenshots? I got a screenshot. Sign up. We'll put that up on there, man. I got to hop on this dick. Go straight to the show. Scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. No, no, no. Let's go over. PJ. Jet Free. We'll put it on here so y'all can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to send that. As long as we let it do it. He got a new jet now. He got a new jet now. All right, hey. Yeah. This is crazy right here. But, hey. If you let us put up there, we're going to show y'all so y'all can see what we're doing. I got to take this phone before you try to get on the flight. <laughs> 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 
Nah, but hey, listen, it's been, man, this, man, this, this has been, been real, great. bro. This has been real, this is a super impressive. Like, yeah. I didn't, because Keith's like, man, we're going to be chewing on that. I, I knew who you were, like, from the thing, but I didn't know, like, who you were, right? Yeah, so this yeah, is, like, first really time. Cool. I never really talked, I never really talked about the league. I'm not big on exposing my problems because I'm yeah. scared of it being. But we got to learn about your life and your yeah, journey. Right, yeah. Your journey, which I think that's amazing. And, and a great taste of wine. Yeah. Give them a wine sponsor today. Hey, we're trying to tell y'all this song was. Those of you who just like I say, know Chewy from the radios, the the clubs, the the hosting, the hanging out with celebrities. Man, you really got to tap into what it took to get there, and I think that's a big part of life and growing in life and just kind of building that network. So shout out to you. And I just want to shout out one more person. Yeah, because. When I left radio for my mental detox mm-hmm. and like a sabbatical type of thing, um, a gentleman by the name of Lou LV. He's the one that gave me the opportunity at Stats when everybody counted me out. Mm-hmm. And Stats kind of like took gave off me the Sunday night. Yeah, now you're in university. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Lou believed in me and it's like, having a brother, I won't say, like he said yesterday, and he said, I don't want to call you my little brother because we're the same. So, yeah, there you shout go. Out to my shout out shout to out you, Lou. Shout out to Lou. I'll say this real quick, man. You got uh, you got some loyal fans here. For yeah. real. Yeah. No, it's not fans, it's family. Family, yeah. yeah. That's my next one. You got loyal fans, you got loyal brothers. Yeah. Right, you got friends here, man, and it's, it's a lifetime. It's sure. man. So, now I'll come back. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, next yeah. time I come back, we're going to start talking about like other things going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the intro. The intro. Hey, you hey, never know. We may come play with you. I mean, you're trying to go. Much love. I'm pretty sure we're going to paint this game. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We got a NASCAR player. Shout out to all the followers, subscribers, man. Y'all keep tuning in, man. we seven episodes in. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And support these brothers. There we go. Oh, yeah. Make sure you follow. Make sure you follow <laughs> Chewy too. Hey, follow. Keep I am Chewy Five on Instagram. Yeah, we'll post it Much right there. Oh, oh yeah, true. Before we uh, end out, what's what's the score, man? What's the score on the wand, bro? What's the score? Hey, from one to ten. One, one to ten. ten. One to ten. What you got? If my name is I am Chewy Five, I need two, and I miss a ten. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Hey, my God. That was hard. That's a classic one. That was a classic one.